On this week's episode, I had the pleasure of chatting to two of Manchester Thunder and England Netball's most exciting up-and-coming talents. Both Millie Sanders and Ella Standring are a part of the first team squad at Manchester Thunder Netball and have represented England throughout the various age groups on numerous occasions. I had so much fun recording this episode, whilst at the same time gaining a greater insight into their netball careers and how they've got where they are today in the sport. You're listening to the Sporting Prospects podcast. This is a conversation you definitely don't want to miss. Millie, Ella, thank you so much for coming on, guys. How are you both doing? I'm fine. Um, <laughs> just working and still playing netball through the lockdown. So, all good. And Millie, yourself? Yeah, yeah I'm doing good, thank you. Um, I've just been working as well and just doing netball, so um, definitely keeping me busy. Sounds good. And it'd be fair to say you've, you've both had like a great start to the year. Uh, both of you in and amongst the first team at Manchester Thunder. How's the season been for you guys so far? Um, well, for me, I um, I got my debut at the start of the year, which is really good because I've never played for first team before. And um, luckily, I've, been, I've still been getting picked for like each games and I've been getting more and more, which is obviously really good because like, I've never played for them and it's just sick. Um, yeah, yeah. Um... I'm still waiting to make, hopefully make my debut. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I just keep working hard. Um, obviously last season, um, I was meant to come back from my knee operation um, and that's when we went into lockdown. So I'm just trying to secure a few minutes um, under my belt before hopefully yeah, making bri- my debut. Brilliant stuff. And we'll come back to that knee operation later. But first, Ella, I just want to touch on how was, how was your debut? What, what was that like for you? It was mad because like, um, cause you do just like think, oh my God, I'm going to go on. I'm going to play awful. And because it was like on Sky and stuff, I was like thinking, oh my God, my mum's going to be so disappointed. <laughs> but I actually did all right. Like I was really happy with like how I played and stuff. And uh, it's like showed if I've carried on getting picked, which is obviously really good. But I was so nervous. And obviously it's something you've been building up to for your whole netball career really, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Both of you, obviously, you're part of the Manchester Thunder under-21s. And obviously, Millie, you've been training with the first team. Same with you, Ella. What's the transition been like going from an under-21 level to the first team? I think it's quite a big jump, like, especially in physicality. Um, when you kind of go to Super League, um, like, it's always serious, but I feel like Super League's just that big step up where you're constantly, like, pushing each other. Um, and then 21s, that's obviously still really serious and really good. But I feel like for that, like for our development and stuff like that, um, playing Super League is, is kind of what we need um, to develop. Mm-hmm. Ella, and um, what's the transition been like for you? I think it's like so different. Like when you with your 20, when you with 21s, your own age group, and you with all like all your friends, it's like. It's like fun, but like obviously it's serious, but you're still like kind of like messing about, but not obviously really. And then you get to Super League and it's just a completely different ball game. Like it's so much faster, it's so much more intense. And like with girls who are so much more, so like much more developed and more older, and obviously not a lot older, but like they are older than you and they've got so much more experience on you. So 
it is hard but it's also good because like you're learning from them as well which is really good and like I think you almost develop more when you're with people who are better than you really do you know what I mean yeah definitely um what kind of improvements on your game would you say you've made after making that transition um I think for me like a lot more confident um I think it's really good because within the team the older ones have like a lot of time for you um and like they're always trying to help you and things like that um so I know technically from being a defender um some of the defenders will come to me and say I think you need to do this I think you need to position yourself like this um um, as well, I think like S and C plays a big factor in it. So um, we do like strength and weights before our sessions um, and we have like individual programs. And I think that plays like a huge part because um, they like individualise to your performance and what you want to improve. Um, so I think it's really good kind of in that aspect that you can improve um, like the features on court of yourself. If that makes sense. <laughs> Obviously, S and C, it, it makes up a big part of the game. Would you say you're both religiously stick to training regimes and schedules or what 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 kind of things do you get up to um well well for me I come from like a family who majority of them are bodybuilders so I've always been training with them and been going to the gym and keeping up with them and I think it's been really good for me because I I feel like I've got like when I was younger I never did any weights and I was so skinny and to actually see a physical change so much like in my muscle in my muscles and stuff it's just mad and like it really does help you on court because you physically feel like stronger and you physically can actually feel a lot better do you know what I mean yeah definitely and Millie anything to add yeah I think as well like um especially over lockdown it's been good training my family like we're all very sporty as well and my brother's a professional footballer as well so it's kind of been good in that aspect that we've both kind of been you know like put in at the deep end of we don't know when we're going to go back and things like that so we have been able to train together and obviously it's very competitive as you can imagine yeah um, obviously I always win always <laughs> no, I'm joking um but yeah I think in that aspect like like Ella said just touching on that um it is kind of good to your family to get involved and obviously having having a sporty family that's that must have contributed and helped you to get where you are today if I could talk to you individually on the court how would you both describe your individual playing style I think a word to describe my type of play would be I am an annoying player like I'm so annoying like I'm on I'm on you 24-7 and you can't get away from me and I'm just that annoying person. But that's what I do. So umpires hate me. <laughs> so, but sometimes it pays off. One of those players where you love them if they're on your team but hate them if you're playing against them. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah. says that about Ella as well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, I'm extremely physical but, like, if I'm on your team, like, I'll, I'll try to, like, I can't, like it's done and it's over. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Millie? Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of mine. I feel like I would say annoying as well, but I feel like I need to pick a different one. Um, Ella, can you think of one? Me. That's a tough one. Because um, mm-hmm. I would say annoying, because like when I say I'm playing goalkeeper and I'm kind of 
like sat at the back of the goal shooter and nothing's really going on in our end. Like I'll be doing all I can to like fully wind wind her up and like getting ahead so that when the ball does come down, she's that frustrated where she's shoving me in the um umpire will see and kind of get pulled for contact. Um and yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like I'd say, well probably a lot of people would say I'm annoying, but <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Not just with that but, yeah. ball. <laughs> <laughs> and do, do, you ever, do you ever get in the ear of the opposition ever say say a few words in their ears as you're marking them oh i'll say a few words yeah <laughs> do a little speech you can, you can um, hear her from down the other end talking to them yeah. it's asking questions what should i need to mark you <laughs> and the both of you you have you both well, you work, don't you? So how does that balance out between work and netball? How have you been finding that? Um, I feel like it's been good in a sense because we are quite lucky in the fact that um, obviously during these times, people are finding it quite hard because they can't stick to the normal schedule. But I think because obviously me and Ella are both kind of working nine to five jobs and then going to netball, um, it definitely does keep us busy. Um and I feel like it's just good for us as well, like having something to do and knowing you've got something to look forward to. Um, and I feel like, I don't know if it's the same for Ella, but kind of like sometimes with work, I can get like a little bit stressed. So when I get to netball, it's kind of like I get away from everything, kind of a clear of the head. Um, so I feel like mentally as well, it's definitely good. Um, and obviously physically as well, you do feel good after training and stuff like that. Ella, anything to add? Um, I do agree with Millie, like saying it's so good for like mental health and like, it's been so good to be able to work because obviously loads of people have been unfortunate to not work but honestly with netball I feel like it is so like hard to try and work and then have netball on the side because you look at all these like other sports and like that their sport is their job whereas us we have to have a job on the side and like it's like it's hard for people to even try and find a job that is flexible enough to allow you to go to training allow you to go away for the weekend, allow you to do this and allow you to do that. Like I work for my dad, so I'm lucky. But for other people, I can't imagine how hard it is. And like working a full day and then training all night, it's it's honestly really tiring. It is so tiring. Like when we just started getting back to it as well, I was knackered all the time. But like, it is like, I've got used to it. And like, obviously I'm so happy with training now, but it is like, it is hard, like working and having full-time netball you know what I mean and do you think you'd get to a point where netball would be the full-time occupation is that the goal um for me I would love to stick to both because I'm I really like my job and I want to work up in my job because that is what I that is another passion but I do really like netball and I I would never stop for one for for the other I'd want to be happy doing both things and unless it doesn't make me happy then that would determine what I did but for now I'd love I'd love to be able to carry on doing both yeah I think as well I'm kind of the same like I love my job and I love netball as well so it is kind of good that it goes hand in hand like I think as well obviously like Ella's work and obviously do understand about netball commitments and things like that so it is really good when you have an understanding boss that's like really supportive um but yeah, I definitely want to continue to do both because they both just um, make me happy. So Amazing. Yeah. So 
this this next part I'm, I'm really looking forward to because I have a feeling you're going to give some answers. We're going to do a, a teammates Q&A edition of, of yeah, questions. Okay. So what I want from both of you is to pick who's most likely to do something out of the questions I'm going to ask, okay? Is it, sorry, is it out of us or the team? Out of the two of you. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here we go. <laughs> so here we go. First question. Uh, in On the court, who's most likely to get sent off? Ella. 100% Ella. Yeah. <laughs> no questions asked, Ella. <laughs> I've, I've been sent off before, so it is not anything new to me at all. <laughs> no, no hesitation, just straight on Ella? No, straight up. Straight, Straight up, Ella, yeah, 100%. I, I, like keep, I keep the umpires nice and sweet. Give them give a smile now and then. Do you know what I mean? Admitting it <laughs> is the first step. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next question. Who's most likely to turn up late to training? Hmm. I'd, say, I'd say me, but then it could be you. I feel like it's a 50-50. Depends it's what day it is. 50-50 because I'm quite late anyway. But Millie will just be late for some stupid reason or because she's burnt herself or she's done something really weird. Like, that's just like, you'd be late for something like, like a that weird on a normal excuse. day. Yeah, just like, just random. Whereas I'd just be late on the norm. <laughs> <laughs> just ra- random things, anything could happen. Yeah, I think, I remember one time, it was like two years ago when I put in the Thunder chat when I hardly knew anyone. Going to be late to training, guys, just been stung by a bee for the first time. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, it was just the most in the chat and everything. <laughs> I was like, I just sat there icing it. <laughs> my leg. Oh. Where did you get stung? On the leg. Oh. <laughs> no, I ice it, of course. <laughs> Such a hard life. <laughs> Uh, out out of the two of you, who's who'd wear the worst outfit on a night out? Millie. Shoes. No shoes. Oh my no, god! Man, so no, no, because I'm actually throwing them away. Yeah. So because Millie is tall, she refuses to wear some decent heels. So she turns up to my house in like these. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what to. Expl- I don't even know how to explain them. They're like sandals with like straps. Like oh my, they were flat. Hey, this is about four looked, years ago. Just like they looked like these hideous school shoes that people would wear to school. Oh, they were awful. I literally said to her, "You're not," because she was borrowing my outfit as well. I was like, "You're ruining the whole outfit with them hideous shoes. Take them off." You weren't impressed. Yeah. Ella, no, Ella and Faye were just stood there cornering me. <laughs> they were um, hideous. <laughs> I have to see yeah. a picture of We've them. We've away. No, yeah. there's no evidence. I've left no evidence. <laughs> you it, won't find it them her, It was on her Instagram. She actually posted a picture in them hideous shoes. I've changed the captions since, though, saying that I threw the shoes away. Not needed Don't worry. So the next... It was a big step, but... Yeah, I'm glad you've done it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So the next question, who's more likely to pull out the worst moves on the dance floor? Millie. 
me oh no she'd just like yeah. try and do like these tiktok dances like in a club and you'd just be like no oh it's no. good Ella, actually i forgot to tell you so do you know who ashley banjo is off no. diversity the main guy i posted a tiktok yeah. before um of me doing like the juju on the beat in year 10 he's commented he's no commented way. yeah he's wow. commented james that's an exclusive right there yeah no. exclusive let's put it on the the um what's it called the picture that you it's, go, it's, it go, it's going on the instagram Marketing? i don't know there you go there it's we go, go instagram. i get i get go. it on i'll get it on there i'll get it let's on let's tag him yeah. let's tag him <laughs> So surely that means you're a good dancer now if he's commented. Oh yeah. Diversity are trying to scout me. So Ella no, knows. Ella, <laughs> you literally asked me about that dancing, how you dance on a night out. You used to get me to teach it. Is that why you come up to me asking me what to do? In a club. <laughs> no one did it. Yeah, you do. Jeez, don't put this out there. There's lies. <laughs> you can actually lies. imagine her doing something like that though. James, so don't lie. James, answer this very carefully. James, answer this very carefully. You Go. could imagine her doing something like that. Ella, Ella, I don't need to ask. Bring the sauce. Where's Grace? <laughs> I, I'm too much sauce on that dance floor. We'll have to, we'll have, we'll have to give Grace a call and ask her. Um, Find out the truth. Yeah. Oh, Gracie's yeah. busy tonight, she said. The, the, tr- <laughs> the truth needs to be uncovered. So next question is, who's got the better nickname? Nickname? Mm. Um, I'd say my nickname's Mill and yours is L. Oh. It's got to be Mill then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, get, I get called Standard, and that's way better than Mill. I get called, no, I get called Sanders. No, you don't. Stop copying me. Yeah, I do. Lauren Palmer calls me Sanders. One person. You know, yeah. One, one person. person. That's still one person. <laughs> Who called you? I've never heard someone call you Sanders. Oh, have you not? Have you not? <laughs> I, I don't know who I'm going to give it to. Who's got the better nickname? James. Mark. It's, it's clearly now. me. James, I'm, I'm James, remaining neutral. I'm remaining neutral. Don't be silly, James. Okay. I would never insult you like that, James. I appreciate it. (laughs) Moving on, next next question. Out of the two of you, who's busier on social media? I'd say Millie. Because you post like loads of TikToks and... Oh, come on. I don't post that many. Guys, yeah, this is going to be so embarrassing. Watch people find my TikTok now. Do, maybe, do you post loads of TikToks? No, I actually don't. I actually don't. Maybe I the, Genuinely, I'm not even just bantering. Maybe now's the perfect time to plug your account. Yeah. No, because I can't. Put it, put it down it's below. Link down below. <laughs> Link. Um, like and subscribe, guys. Give him a thumbs up. <laughs> Turn on your post notifications. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I can't, I can't um, tell you the name. It's uh, confidential. Confidential. Yeah, it's confidential. Because it's, cr- it's a cringe name. That's why. <laughs> and oh out, out of the two of you, who's more likely to become a netball coach in the future? Me. <laughs> I think you. Con- You're good at Because Ella coaches me sometimes. Um, I can see myself saying me, but I think Millie's got a lot more patience than I have. 
So that's where I feel like I might fall in that category because <laughs> I've yeah. got a lot of patience. And I'd say Millie. I'd say Ella. <laughs> so there, there we go. go. Right. We'll agree to disagree. We could do a little joint one together. The next question is, in the gym, who would put on the better music? Oh, man. You know. No. Oh, my no. God. Are you joking? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm really not. I'm dead face serious. Oh, my God. Are you joking? I, thought, I, thought, no. I actually thought she was no. going to answer that. Like you know. No, because you put on, like, this heavy grime stuff. No, and this is, like, like pop not the vibe. Or James. you put on, like... Pop's not great. Like sad, sad love songs like in the gym, and I'm like, <laughs> I oh my, I cannot believe what's coming out of this girl. James, man. you don't like pop smoke? Oh, I thought James, you said, oh. I thought, no, I thought you said pop songs. No, no I was, no. I was like, mm. I was gonna actually have an argument. Yeah, no, 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 that's even fine. on your broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> can I, can I justify myself, please? Ella, mm. I can't I actually believe. That- the nonsense that's coming out of her mouth. I genuinely thought she was going to answer that right and say, you know, it's so the queen muter or something. James, is there a mute button for her? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> muting anyone. I can mute her in real life. Just <laughs> spring grey now. Oi. Oh. Steady now. Oi. She's getting brave, James, because she's behind <laughs> the yeah. screen. Key- keyboard warrior. Keyboard warrior. Yeah. She's a keyboard warrior. That's what it is. Oh. Right. Just, like, just before we move on to the next one, it no, is me with no. the music. Thank, said, you. Said it Muted. Thank you. Okay. And the next question is out of the two of you, who did better at school? Um, how many GCSE did you get? I don't know. I got 10. 10? I'll probably say, I'll probably say you. Yeah. What do you think I got? <laughs> Yeah, but then what did you do at college? I did a B-Tech. So did I. Well, this is too great. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably say a million score. Yeah. Out of the two of you, who's the better singer? I'll let, I'll let Millie have this one because I don't sing. Um, <clears throat> and she, you'll I, like, you'll, you'll listen. <laughs> Millie will start like, singing a song as if like she's having a laugh and stuff and then you'll just hear this tone come out of her of her actually really trying as well like it she'll be like like giving it the whole arms you'll James, actually notice it. she'll be trying to keep it really like funny and stuff but then you'll hear like a like in the corner yeah I think I think, I think you've either got it or you've not do you know what I mean you've either got it or you've not when it comes to singing and I do think um, I was quite gifted in that area when it comes to singing. So karaoke, anything like that, um, I win. I Do you have a go-to karaoke. song? Yeah. Oh, would you um, actually ever get up in a bar and sing karaoke? Oh my god, yeah. Would you not? <laughs> I, no, think, look, um, I think she can sing now of both of us, but I do not believe for one second that you would get up in a bar and go on the karaoke. James, I could. Yeah, but not well. You couldn't do it well. Um, as I was saying, um, I'd, I would do that. I'd go and do karaoke in a bar. James really needs to put this to the test. Mm-hmm. Newcastle. When we all go, when we can all finally go Newcastle. 
you will see. I will get up there, yeah. Newcastle. When when you cough Sweet before, Caroline. when you cough before, I thought you were going to give us a little tune. I know. <clears throat> Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Getting my hopes up like that. I'll keep that. you on your toes. I'll, I'll keep you waiting. <laughs> I've got stage fright, sorry. There you go. And <laughs> and that concludes the Q&A round. Well done, guys. So let's talk a bit about you guys growing up. You're both elite players now, but I'm really interested to know how you got started in the sport. I got started because I have two elder sisters and one of them is about seven years older than me and she was actually playing netball um, when she was younger and me and my sister Faye would always go to training and watch and stuff because obviously my dad was working so we had to go everywhere with our mom and I literally just started when I was like five like because they do like sessions for like parents who have kids who come with them because obviously like we've got nothing to do and then I literally started when I was five. You started so early. That's mad. I started so I played one game for primary school um, and my mum and auntie came and watched um, and I think I joined the summer going into year seven so I was quite a late like joiner but here I am. Hi guys. And do you remember at what kind of age you started to take it more seriously and think, you know what, I can push on with this? Um, for me, it was when I first got in England when I was 14. That was probably like, it was 14 or 15. Um, that was kind of like when I started to take it more seriously because like that was the most serious thing that I'd like ever got into because obviously I still played Thunder and that was obviously such an achievement but England was just like another level because I was so young and it was just so random but like I, I thought I got picked so yeah that was it for me. Yeah I, I remember when I used to always go because I'd started quite late I was always kind of in the lower groups I remember I used to always go and Ella would always be like with the older ones I fully remember that. But um, yeah, I think the same for me, um, getting on England. I remember when it kind of got to the point of me getting on England. It's a bit of a good story here for you. Um, so um, there was like this tournament called MPL and that's kind of where everyone kind of gets like scouted for England and stuff like that. Um, and there was like four of us that didn't get picked. Um, so I didn't get picked. And then um, there was a defender that dropped out Um and then I got a call like a few days before asking if I could go. Um, and I was kind of like at that point where it was like, do I go? Like after kind of experiencing that feeling like, I don't know, when you don't get picked and like pretty much everyone does, it does make you feel a bit poo. Um, but then I decided to go and just like try my hardest and kind of like prove everyone wrong in a way. <laughs> I was laughing at me. Um, and then, yeah, um, so I went to that tournament, like just tried to play as well as I could. And then that's how I got picked up off England. So I think I was 16. Was I 16, Ella? I think I was 16. Yeah. Yeah, it shows great resilience. And you mentioned Ella before, um, that you remember her training with the older age. Do you actually remember when the two of you started first playing together? Yeah. Well, Millie actually (laughs) came to trial for our club. I was at Thameside where obviously 
I know, Grace and stuff. And um, Millie came to trial for our team and obviously everyone kind of recognised her from like an opposition. And um, she, she didn't get picked to play for our team. So then I didn't really see her for a bit. And then um, she, came, she came back and she actually got on. So I don't even know when that was. It was about when we were 15. Just before nationals, I think. Yeah, it was about when we were 15. So that's when I I kind of knew, knew Millie because obviously I was seeing her at trading and I was seeing her at other things as well. So that means you've played together at Tameside and then obviously you've gone on to play together at Manchester Thunder. How much does that club mean to you having spent your whole uh, senior career there? I think obviously like, I think it's like a, a big deal because it's not only like a place where like I've played netball, like I've, I've met so many people through there as well. And like, I've like got close with so many people that I never thought I'd speak to because they were my opposition. So I never thought I'd speak to them in my life. So I think it's actually really good. Like socially what like a team brings, do you know what I mean? Cause you do just meet like some of the, some of the closest people that you'll ever meet in your life. Um, I think as well, it's kind of like a big family. Like, um, obviously now me and Ella have progressed up to training with first team, but like at games and things like that, you're bumping to people that coached you when you were younger and it's always nice to like bump in and have a chat. And I feel like as well, because we've both been there from so young, it's kind of like like everyone kind of knows you and you kind of know them, which is good. Um, like nice to catch up with people. Um, and yeah, I think it just means a lot more to you. Like I can't imagine leaving Thunder and I'm sure that's the same for Ella because you kind of like yeah. progress there, develop there. Um, so it's just one that you kind of want to stay at and stick to. And yeah. from, from what I know of you guys, you're obviously your friends both on and off the court and it's probably similar with the rest of the team. And in a lot of sports, you don't get that. Why, why do you think that is? Um, I think like... I think like rivalry is very normal when like you're playing against people. I think that's so normal. Like, especially when you're playing against people that you've played with since you were young and like you're a bit immature and everything annoys you. But I feel like it's like I come off as very annoying when I'm playing against you. I'm very like physical and very like harsh and sometimes probably by my face, probably quite rude. But like when you actually come off and you speak to someone, you know that that's not the person they are. It's just what they do on there. So like I feel like being on court and coming off court, they're extremely different. And I think people are actually surprised when they speak to you and have a normal conversation with you off because they've already made kind of an opinion on you of how you are on court. Um, I think kind of because me and Ella have known each other from being so young um, and had got mutual friends like Grace and stuff like that. I think we are quite similar um, and we've kind of like progressed. We've been through a lot together um, and I think like on and off court, like we have been through like, um, like we've been through stuff together about like netball and stuff like that. So I think like it's good. It's kind of always like feel at home having like someone like Ella on my team because I'll always feel comfortable. Like if we were to go away with England and Ella was there, like I'd feel a lot more, like I'd always feel comfortable, but I feel a lot more like at home because someone from home is there that I know I can feel comfortable around and if you know what I mean. And you mentioned going away with England back in 2018. I'm aware you both went on a tour to Australia and New Zealand. Tell me about that experience. 
Um, yeah, so I think was that I think it was 2018 was just Australia, and then 2019 was Australia and New Zealand. I, no, don't worry, I, I, I was getting confused. It, it is quite hard to um, understand, especially what's going on as well. You don't even know what year it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely good um, getting away, being able to play different countries and things like that. I feel like with New Zealand, it's a completely different style of play. And the same with Australia, it's nothing like how we play over here. So it is good to get that exposure. Um, and I feel like as well, it's kind of good for your maturity and things like that to kind of get a, like get, not like get away from home, but I mean like um, being able to look after yourself, be a lot more independent. Um, and it, it is just really enjoyable. Um, well, I actually got asked to go on the tour, but I didn't get picked for the last season because that's when I got dropped. I think I was about 17 when I got dropped and it was like, it was, it was a very weird time, but they asked, they asked me to go on tour, but then said, I'm not carrying on the season. Like I was just a bit like, no, that's just, I don't think it's right for me to go when I'm just going to feel a bit confidence knocked. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought like, you know what, like I'll just, I just won't go and I'll just give it a rest and like hopefully I'll just build myself back up and then be able to make it again. And then obviously the next year I got selected again. So that was really good. But I think it was just, it was really confidence knocking when they asked me to go on tour, but then I got dropped. I think that was so good though. Yeah, sorry. I just think that's so good though because I feel like there's so many girls at England. Like I know if I was to be dropped, my confidence would go a lot. So the fact that kind of like, you took it on the chin a bit and worked hard and then got back on. I think that just says a lot. So I think, well done you. <laughs> How hard was that psychologically for you? I feel like, I feel like it's really psychologically hard because obviously like not to sound stubborn or like, like a pin, like have a high opinion of myself, but I've, I've had quite a good streak with, going for trials and getting on things so for me that was actually my first setback and to be honest it was actually like really like it gave me like the kick that I needed to try harder but I think when I actually got dropped but then they asked me to go I feel like that was just that's one of the reasons why I didn't go because I knew if I went I'd have this thing in my head that I wouldn't enjoy it because I knew I wouldn't get on next year and it and like I'd have like a bad like mental like approach to going on tour so that's one of the main reasons why I didn't go but um I'm glad I'm glad I didn't because at the end of the day it's all worked out so yeah clearly it's all worked out and you mentioned having setbacks Millie I'm aware you actually you tore your ACL didn't you whilst you're away Uh, um I did my um meniscus um the morning before the first game so we'd gone out there done our landing plans it was the third day and we went to play New Zealand that night and I literally did it in the last 10 minutes I went out um like a fly where I just came running out and I hyper extended it we didn't think I'd done anything that bad though because literally 10 minutes later I was like running about um and then when we landed in Australia um I had the MRI just to kind of sign me off so I'd be able to play and then it just wasn't good news at all and I just had to sit the tour out. And that, that left you out of the sport for over a year, was it? Yeah, it was kind of bad timing. So I'd worked and done all my rehab and I was meant to play my first game 
March 21st and that was that week when um, fixtures at the weekend were cancelled with lockdown so I literally missed out by a few days playing my first game so pretty got in but yeah but like Ella do you think the injury has made you stronger as a player um yeah I mean it is kind of similar to Ella like it is a setback and I feel like a setback's a setback um, I feel like maybe what's a bit different is once you get on you kind of feel like you've you've done it but I feel like with me I'm still trying to build my confidence back up like there's still certain things I think oh god I don't want to go for that in case I hurt myself again or I am quite I think that'll take a bit of time to fully build my confidence back up like I remember when me and Ella were doing our pre-season games and I was really really nervous to play my first game because I was just had a vision of me like doing it again but I think just the more game time I play the more I get it out of my head and don't think about it as much when I'm playing yeah, I can imagine it's it's something that's always going to be at the back of your head. But with training and recovery and like you said, game time, obviously over time it's going to become less and less of a concern. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah. for the last section, I want to talk about women in sport. What makes you guys proud to be a woman in sport? Um, I think it's... I think, like, obviously women have come on so far in sport, like, so much now than ages ago because you see, like, obviously netball isn't actually in the Olympics yet, but it's in the Commonwealth. So you can see how much women's sports are having an impact. And, like, to be honest, I've seen a couple of men play netball, as in, like, men's teams. And I think it's, like, I think it's really good because, obviously, like, there's more, there's a lot more equality, like, than they used to be and I feel like it is getting better and like obviously people who like kids look up to are not just men now it's also like women like you look at like like all these women who have made like these amazing achievements that like not even men have made and I feel like it's just really good that like we like advertise and try and push as many people you can to play a sport that is like more women orientated. Yeah, I, I agree with what Ella said. I feel like as well, uh, when you've kind of got young kids and things like that, the boys are always, you know, collecting match, you know, like collecting match attacks and um, watching the telly playing FIFA and stuff like that. And I feel like with girls as well, it kind of gives them kind of like an idol to look up to and a, and a goal. Um, but yeah, I just think it, it does make you feel good um, kind of being like a role model and things like that um, and, and playing as well, definitely. And you talk about being role models. What kind of messages would you give to young girls that want to get into netball in the first place? I'd probably just say to like never give up. I think everything happens for a reason. And if something does go wrong, it's always character building. So I just think if you want something bad enough, you can have it. So just to never give up and just take risks and any opportunity that you can. Yeah, I definitely think that like as well, like do anything that like makes you happy or make like brings you like happiness because I knew that when I was younger I hated school I hated this I hated that but I actually enjoyed just coming to netball and playing with my friends and stuff so I think like obviously never do anything that you can't like to push but also just be happy in what you're doing because if you're not happy then you're going to end up hating it so just do anything that makes you happy really Um, and to finish off this conversation finally 
if all three of us were to sit down in 10 years time and look look back on your career maybe even more than 10 years 15 20 years time what is it that you'd have wanted to achieve um is this just like sport career or kind of like whole career in life would you say we, we can we can go with sport career and then if you want to tell me yeah. life goals go for it <laughs> um no I'd say sport career definitely um making my debut for England first team um maybe like a world cup or something like that I think um, I think there was discussions recently about going into the Olympics netball, um, so it would really be really good to like go in the Olympics Commonwealth Games. Do you know, like a really big competition where you get to mix with loads of different athletes and different like different sports? Um, and obviously, I'd love to be playing for Thunder still. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think my first goal would be to like be the be the starting lineup for for Thunder Super league that would be like my initial goal and then obviously like I'd love to play like England like if it was like an Olympics or a Commonwealth like that would be my second like take one goal at a time do you know what I mean amazing guys I just want to thank the both of you I've I've had such a good chat with you it's been real good fun so thank you so much and hope you enjoyed it yeah no no, definitely thanks guys thanks